This episode of Unreasonable Doubt is sponsored by Podcorn. What is Podcorn? Well, are you a podcaster? If you are, you do it for fun. You also maybe want to make some money doing it. The tough part is finding sponsors. And if you've done a podcast, you know that can be interesting. Podcorn's making it easy, and I found it easy by using Podcorn. It's a marketplace connecting podcasters to amazing podcast sponsorship opportunities, such as host read ads, interview segments, topical discussions, and more. Podcorn, there's no middleman. Podcasters of all sizes can browse and choose opportunities right on the platform. I did it. Set their own rates. I did it. And collaborate with brands directly without any exclusivities. I'm doing that right now. Click the link in my show notes to sign up to Podcorn and start browsing sponsorship opportunities today. Podcorn. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Charlie Brown is doing the chop, baby. Oh, no. What is this, 1984? I just rambled for 20 minutes and deleted it. Unreasonable Doubt, a podcast about West Virginia University basketball, starts now. Hello. From the Dyer Prime Pantry in Nitro, West Virginia, this is Unreasonable Doubt, a podcast about West Virginia University basketball. I'm Josh Witt. Episode 25, Baylor. Follow me on Instagram at UnreasonableDoubtWV. Twitter, tweeting on Twitter. Find those tweets at I'm Josh Witt. Facebook, you know, Facebook page for Unreasonable Doubt. Find it, hit the blue thumb, follow the podcast there. Read this show description or whatever platform you're listening to this, show notes, whatever it says. Read that. It's got sentences. It also has links for things that you can click with your finger. I don't, is that a thing? Touch it with your finger. The links. One of those links is a place where you can buy podcast gear. If you go on a vacation, let let me throw a hypothetical at you. If you go on vacation, let's say you're from West Virginia, you go on vacation for seven days, six nights, perhaps Myrtle Beach, South Carolina, all right? And you've been watching beach TV, and you know all the places to eat, and you've planned accordingly, and this is not your first rodeo at Myrtle Beach, and you go down for seven days, six nights, and one of those days out of the seven days is terrible. The question is, was it a terrible trip? Right? And there's some factors, right? It is the last day terrible. Is the first day terrible? And it kind of puts a damper on the rest of the vacation where you can kind of recover, but not really. Hey, Josh, what'd you do on your vacation? Well, Left Saturday, left at the perfect time, left a little bit early to beat everybody down. So it was an easy drive down, timed it right, no traffic. You know, the cool thing about the Publix is that they they can deliver the groceries to the condo. So we timed that just right. Everything that we wanted was in stock. 
great setup day the first day when we got down there. Then woke up Sunday, had a tea time to play golf, the golf capital of the world. That's what they say at Myrtle Beach. Had a, ah, I didn't shoot too great, but the weather was nice. We got to the hole where you give them money, and if you can put the the ball on the green, you get a gift card to the clubhouse. Dude, I nailed it. Stuck at 15 feet from the hole. $20, $20 to spend in the clubhouse. I got a nice visor. Really great. Had dinner at the melting pot. You know how I love fondue. Big fondue fan. And, you know, it's vacation. So, you know, live a little. I was full, but you know what? I still wanted something sweet. I splurged. You know what? I got the chocolate fondue. Dude, have you dipped? I know you've had chocolate-covered strawberry, but have you dipped the strawberry in the chocolate fondue? Dude? Amazing. Then went to bed early because it was... I got to get up early Monday, and Monday we went deep sea fishing. Took my Dramamine, all ready to go, hit the open sea. What a trip. I mean, we was out all day. I caught a sea bass. Oh, man, you should have seen the size of the sea bass. We threw it back in. Also, out there for a while, the water was, I mean, it was just, the visibility was so great. I saw a dozen whales. No joke. I know, right? It's a very round number. It's like I'm making it up. But I saw 12 whales on my deep sea fishing trip. Anyways, what a day. Then Tuesday, after a long day on the sea, relaxed by the pool. You know, walk to the beach. Very chill. You know, you need to have a chill day at the beach. Uh, in the evening, right before dark, went out. You know, I wanted some seafood. So went to the... The roadside stand, you know, the one close to our condo, got some shrimp. Yeah, I got some boiled peanuts. Came back, fried the shrimp. Man, I got to tell you, I ate my weight in shrimp. Oh, I ate so much shrimp, I thought I got iodine poisoning. Wednesday, went to Broadway at the beach. And you know that's a great day, right? Went the Upside Down house, ate at the Paula Deen restaurant. It's family style. <laughs> and rode that fast boat that hits the waves. And we did the, um, we did, oh, dude, we went to the pavilion rides. Rode that thing that goes upside down. Stayed in the at night, saw the fireworks show. Because they do that all summer. Man. What a Wednesday. Now, Thursday, it rained all day. So I thought I was going to save the day. Googled indoor playground. Found an indoor playground. You know what it had? It had teeter-totters. I'm a big fan of teeter-totters. Thought I, you know, thought I was young enough for a teeter-totter. My daughter took a running jump as I was standing on one side of a teeter-totter, kind of straddling the teeter-totter. And my daughter took a running jump and and jumped on the other side of the teeter-totter <clears throat> while I was on the other side, right in the groin. 
the swelling. Uh, I mean, I I don't want to. This is it's too much information, but the swelling was intense. So let me stop the trip right there, okay? <laughs> this hypothetical trip to Myrtle Beach. I'm describing I'm describing West Virginia's season up to this point. West Virginia lost today, by the way. The top-ranked Baylor, 70-59. to If this season is a Myrtle Beach vacation, the last three games (laughs) was what I described for Thursday. (laughs) It's rough. My wife actually looked over while I was watching this game and said, are you going to cry? In a very serious way, and I was not going to cry. But what I was putting out, my facial expression, was one of, of deep sadness. Because on the surface, it looks like the season has kind of fallen off the rails. But then I reel myself back in. This is the toughest part of the season. Baylor is really good. They had one guy out. One of their top two scores. It didn't matter. They were at home. They had a great crowd. And they kicked WVU's butt. It was an 11-point win. It could have been a 30-point win. Like, the, the, the score was a little misleading. Got a lot of garbage time buckets. We can make shots when it doesn't really matter. And that was today. And I hope we can make shots when it matters. And we've done that in parts of the season. That's what i got to keep telling myself. But don't be... I'm not taking a lot of stock in how... Some players shot the ball really well down 25. I mean, it's nice to see the ball to go in. But let's be clear. My fictional Myrtle Beach vacation, these last three games, especially today. Today, I would describe today's game midway through the second half as picture one side of the teeter-totter going up. (laughs) All right? It was that part of the day. The first two games was the part where it's raining and you're scrambling to to save the day. Because you're on vacation. You want every day to be great. And sometimes not every day can be great. So the question is for this team, what's the the Friday of this trip going to look like? What's the Saturday going to be like? Is Friday, you know, am I going to describe Friday as like, hey, sun came back out, went and played some putt-putt, and then had some tickets for the Alabama Theater. Ricky Skaggs was in town. He saw he had a great show, and then Saturday hit the pancake house on the way out. It wasn't too crowded. Got a table right away, and then made our way back to, to West Virginia. No issues at the tunnels. Got back at a decent time. Is it going to be that? Or is it going to be like, rained again Friday. Stayed in. Got into an argument with family. Very quiet ride home. And unfortunately, (laughs) three-car pileup at at, uh, Fancy Gap. So it took an extra two and a half hours. I'm telling you. Now, when when that, as ascribed that trip, then you've got like four good days and then three bad days. And is that trip a great trip 
No, it's not, because you've got three bad days. But if you've got one terrible day and the rest of it's really good, I would argue it's a great vacation. So the next six games is West Virginia's opportunity to still make this season a great vacation. But let me get into, <laughs> let me describe Thursday, the Thursday of this vacation, all right? Third game in a row, West Virginia hasn't broke 60. Obviously, third loss in a row. Third game this season, Emmett Matthews played and didn't score. Third game this season, an opponent shot over 50% from the field. Third game in a row, Derek Culver didn't get into double-digit scoring. Third time WVU has played a top-five team this season. Third loss to a top-five team. Chance the Rapper. Three home games left. Three away games left. Bracket Matrix has WVU clinging to a three seed. So lots of threes going on with this game. I don't want to put too much emphasis on the next game. I'll let you know my thoughts and final thoughts of what I think the next game for WVU means. But anyways, the vacation can still be a good one. Ken Pomeroy, again, (laughs) West Virginia loses, and you look at the Ken Pomeroy ratings, West Virginia still in the top 10, unchanged. The Ken Pomeroy computer still has West Virginia as the seventh best team in the country on a three-game losing streak. And again, when you think about it, seven losses, six of them on the road, the last two against the first team, the best team in the country, and then a game that you lose at home to a team that could argue they're the best in the country. And the team you lost to today beat that team. So... Let's rally, let's rally, uh, I can't, I say let's, I have, no, I have no control over this. But the team can rally and make this season still great. And if, if the last couple of days of the vacation are bad, then we can talk about at the end of the season, was it a good trip? Was it a good trip? Did we have an overall good time this season? But let's let's have a Ricky Skaggs concert for for our Friday, huh? <laughs> Random thoughts coming up. Dire Prime is a lead sponsor for Unreasonable Doubt. It's time for a Dire Prime Creative Group spelling test. Spell the word embroidery. Embroidery. What's the definition? Well, I don't have a dictionary in front of me, but basically, like a picture, take stitches of different colors of yarn or string to make a design and then put that design fabric wise onto another piece of fabric. Okay. <sighs> Embroidery. D Y E R. P-R-I-M-E. 
bing, bing, bing. Call or text Dyer Prime to find out how they can help you with embroidery. 304-767-4445. Find them on the web at DyerPrime.com. I spelled it out just a minute ago. Or you can find them on Facebook or Instagram at Dyer Prime. Random thoughts for this episode of Unreasonable Doubt. I want to tell you about a couple of other new, fairly new, WVU sports podcasts that are out there. One's called The Blue Lot from friend of the show, John Pintaw and Zach Campbell. They have a few episodes out there talking WVU sports, other sports. They write for Mountaineer Maven on sportsillustrated.com. So definitely check those guys out. Also, in the same vein as this podcast, uh, Got Your Ears On. Three fans giving the fan perspective. They're talking about basketball, football, baseball, other things. They've had current football players on the show, and they're having a good time. So definitely check out Got Your Ears On. Check out the Blue Lot. I got to tell you, since I started my podcast close to three years ago, there were more than a few WVU sports podcasts. Now, there's even more. And I say the more the merrier, right? Love different perspectives. The WVU sports fan base is strong. It's a buffet. You've got a WVU podcast buffet, all right? You don't have to you don't have to listen to all of them, but there is a flavor, there is a entree that has what you're looking for. But I want to help with the names of the up-and-coming WVU podcast because there's so many different ways that you can fit wordplay for Mountaineer or something to do with West Virginia. I'm here to help. So let me throw these ideas out. Anybody can use these. I'm here to help you. So, hey, let's go down the list. Hey, do you like a food that was invented in West Virginia? Do you also like the John Beeline days at WVU basketball? Then check out my new podcast. It's called the Pick and Pepperoni Roll podcast. Are you a fan of the song Country Roads? Do you like wordplay? <laughs> Do you like WVU sports? Check out my new podcast. It's called John Denversity podcast. Hey, do you like WVU sports? Do you also like a mid-90s album from Alanis Morissette? Then check out my new podcast. It's called WVU Ought to Know Podcast. Check it out. Hi. Do you like the movie from Martin Scorsese that stars Leonardo DiCaprio about Wall Street? Do you like that famous street in Morgantown where there's like food and also a lot of bars and stuff? And do you like WVU sports? Check out my podcast. It's called the Wolf of High Street Podcast. Hello. Do you like literature? Do you like WVU sports? Then check out my podcast. It's called the Who's Afraid of West Virginia Wolf podcast.
Hey, do you like the show Three's Company? Do you get nervous watching WVU Sports? Then check out my new WVU Sports podcast. It's called the Don Knotts in My Stomach Boulevard Podcast. Check it out. Hey, do you like WVU basketball? Do you like what Bob Huggins wears? Then check out my new podcast. It's called the Windbreaker of Spirits podcast, sponsored by Little General. Check it out. Check out my new WVU sports podcast, the Elon Musk podcast. Hey, do you like WVU sports? Do you like... Do you like listening to music on vinyl? Then check out my new podcast. It's called Ear Wax Poetic Podcast. I'm confused by that one too. Hey, do you like WVU sports? Are you a WVU student that really is loud and goes to all the games? Do you like a Nintendo game that involves... Role playing? <laughs> then check out my new podcast. It's called Mountaineer Maniac Mansion Podcast. Hey, do you want a breakdown of every WVU sports game? Do you like the hat that the Mountaineer wears? Then check out my new podcast called the, the Coonskin Recap Podcast. Hey. Do you like WVU sports? Do you like that weapon that the Mountaineer is holding? Do you like electric vehicles? Hello. Do you like WVU sports? Do you like clothing that you wear over your torso that keeps you warm, but also you need to wear a shirt underneath this clothing that keeps you warm? Do you like the logo for WVU? Then check out my new podcast. It's called the Flying W V-Neck Sweater Podcast. Check it out. Hi, do you like WVU sports? Do you like the Pyramid of Greatness? Do you like the chair? The form of chair that Bob Huggins likes to sit on during basketball games. Then check out my latest WVU podcast. It's called the John Wooden Stool Podcast. Those are some ideas for podcast names and ideas. Whoever wants those, take those and run with it. The more the merrier. Final thoughts coming up. Permanti Brothers, your college game day headquarters. Late night deals start daily at 9 p.m. Great deals on fan favorites, including wings, sandwiches, and more. Check up with the brothers on Facebook, Twitter, or Instagram for the latest deals, most up-to-date news, and info on game day specials. Primanti Brothers, your go-to brothers on game day and every day. Final thoughts of this episode of Unreasonable Doubt. The next game is the biggest game of the season for WVU. I'm not joking. I'm 
Why would I joke about that? Tuesday in Morgantown, ESPN 2, 7 p.m. WVU plays for the biggest game of the season, Oklahoma State. WVU beat Oklahoma State, their only conference road win. Oklahoma State shot a bunch of threes, only made one of them. Here's why this one's important. First of all, got to end a losing streak. Three-game losing streak is rough. Four-game losing streak, eee. So win by one, win by 40, win by eight, win, get lucky winning, whatever. W. Need a W. Because if you get an L here, then you've lost four in a row. Next two games against teams below you in the conference record-wise, but they're on the road. And West Virginia might be in their head about being on the road, especially in this conference. Oklahoma State, they've won two in a row. They won today over Texas Tech at home. They're coming in confident. The guy that looks uh, that's that's really good at defense for Oklahoma State, he's back to 100%. West Virginia, and they're seventh in the Ken Pomeroy ratings. They're going to the NCAA tournament. But you got to win this game. All that being said, got to win it. No pressure, but West Virginia needs this game, should win this game, needs to win this game for the reasons that I've mentioned. That's it for this episode of Unreasonable Doubt. Listen on all the platforms, or just a handful, or just one. But you've got options. Apple Podcasts, listen there. Spotify, listen there. Ask Alexa. I think you can ask her to play this podcast and it'll play through magic. You can also listen on CastBox. I'm just going to ask you to do one thing. Subscribe to the podcast. Hit a subscribe button. Wherever you're listening, then the episodes automatically download to your phone. Again, through magic. That helps this podcast. Until next time, I'm Josh Witt. This has been Unreasonable Doubt. WVU. For the 2019-2020 season, 18 wins, 7 losses.